strikes fear into the hearts of international espionage and terrorism. The Double Extra Super Special Squad. Hi, I'm Ray Dexter. I'm leader of the Double Extra Super Special Squad, the greatest anti-espionage and terrorism team ever. Becoming leader of a world-class, unrivaled entity such as the Double Extra Super Special Squad was by no means an easy task. You need skill and integrity, but more than that, you need a square jaw and a very loud voice indeed. Hi, I'm Ray Cruz. I'm the computer and technical wizard of the Double Extra Super Special Squad. I use computers and microchips and stuff for ingenious detective work and miraculous escapes from dangerous situations. Impossible stuff which is explained via incomprehensible techno-babble, so you can't argue back about its authenticity. Hi, I'm Ray Bang Bang, and as my name suggests, I wear Ray Bang sunglasses. I'm also the demolition man of the team, the explosives expert. You want an end mission with a gigantic explosion? I'm your man. You want pyrotechnics galore? I'm your man. Together? We are all called Ray, which causes a bit of confusion at Christmas time when all the presents are labelled to Ray from Ray. No, we are the Double Extra Super Special Squad. Ready to fight espionage anytime, anywhere, except on Sundays, which is our day off. Oh, what a relaxing Sunday this is, isn't it, Bang Bang? Sure is, Cruz. My turn. Yahtzee. Oh my god, Dexter, it's the phone. I think you're right, Cruz. It is the phone. Well, I ain't answering it. It might be Bogey Bill come to get me. Hey, Dexter, shall I use my demolition skills and blow it up? No, I'll answer it. Hello? Hello, it's Charlie Boswell, head of MI5. Is that the Double Extra Super Special Squad? No, Charlie, it's the Double Extra Super Special Squad, on their day off. Yeah, I know, I'm sorry about that. But you, of all people, should know that international espionage and terrorism don't take days off. What's up? Super secret, highbrow stuff, top secret. Can't talk over the phone. You never know who might be listening. Okay, Charlie Boswell, head of MI5, and lives at 37 Humberside Road, Guildford. Telephone number 241 655 725 400. We'll be right over. And so, the Double Extra Super Special Squad wing their way to the head of MI5 for what could be a new assignment. <laughs> Okay, Charlie, what you got? GCHQ in Cheltenham picked up this radio transmission. It was on the air for 15 seconds, and it originated from the northern outskirts of Moscow, Russia. Play it! Hi there, nice to be with you. Happy you could stick around. Like to introduce Legs Larry Smith. Drums! Sorry, wrong one. Kicking bear, are you reading me? Over. I read you, Mikhail. Now make it quick. The cuckoo is ready to nest. I say again, the cuckoo is ready to nest. 
Mikhail the Russian was in Moscow. Where was the American? Cheltenham traced the receiving end, being Washington, D.C. Oh, my balls! At the moment, it doesn't mean anything, but... You suspect a double agent in the White House itself? Yes. Meanwhile, talking of the White House, President of the United States, Harold Cormack, and his wife Martha are getting ready for a good night's sleep. I said sleep. You didn't have to bleep that one out. It'd be different if I said hump. Oh, hell of a day, Martha. Hell of a day. I didn't think being US president could be so damn tiring. All that smiling and handshaking and lying and patronizing the public and stuff. Never mind, dear. Your personal bodyguard Jethro is bringing you a nice mug of Horlicks. There you go, Mr. President. Mailman. Oh, great! It's the mailman! I love getting letters! Hold on, Mr. President. Let's consider two facts here. This is the warehouse, the most closely guarded building in the world, where any correspondence has to go through numerous security channels. And it's half past eleven at night. You think that's a real postman? Yeah, of course it is! Hi there, Mr. Mailman! Holy Oprah, you shot everyone! That's right, President Gormack, you're coming with us, isn't he, lad? Are you bored? Then call Waffle Line! You can talk to people on the phone! Hello, who are you and where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Gustav. I'm from Shropshire. Talk about all kinds of things. Oh, nice. So, uh, nice weather we're having. To all kinds of great people. Yeah, it's uh, been pretty warm of recent, hasn't it? Yeah, although we had a bit of rain last Tuesday, didn't we? I thought it was uh, Wednesday. Oh, it might have been Wednesday, actually. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Meanwhile, the American government's chiefs of staff are in an emergency meeting. Gentlemen, I think I, Vice President Thomas, reflect the feelings of everyone in this room regarding the tragedy and terror conveyed by the President's kidnapping. What the hell are you laughing at, Secretary of Defense Wilcox? I'm, I'm sorry, Vice President, but I find it rather funny. <laughs> yes, I... I suppose it is rather funny, isn't it, actually? <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, what the hell has got into you? As Attorney General, I cannot express the grave seriousness of this situation enough. No, 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 you're right. Shame on us all. We must stop at nothing to ensure the President's safe return. Agreed? Agreed. Right, so what do we do? A round of golf, anyone? Meanwhile, in Moscow, the atmosphere in the Kremlin is electric. At the head of the conference table, Russian Premier Boris Putsky. Comrade Biftrovanotsky, head of KGB. Report. Well, Comrade Premier, 
The abduction of President Kamak went according to plan. He is currently in cold storage, and now Operation Kuku may now proceed. Kuku? Yes, Comrade Premier. Kuku! What is Kuku? The Kuku is a bird. It goes Kuku. Listeners might like to know that this edition of the Double Extra Super Special Squad has been sponsored by the Royal National Society for the Preservation of Birds to say cuckoo as many times as possible for charity. Thank you. Cuckoo? Good evening, gentlemen. My name is Ludwig Yeltsin. I am the key to Operation Cuckoo. But he looks exactly like President Cormac. Precisely. Yeltsin here will return to Washington, masquerading as President Cormac, and proceed to order the U.S. government to our liking. Persuasive chap is Yeltsin, is he? Very much so. Comrade Yeltsin, demonstrate. Everyone in this room punch themselves. That's incredible. He is a robot, Comrade Premier, and he is indestructible. Meanwhile, the Double Extra Super Special Squad wing their way to Washington, D.C. Hire a van and sit in it. Nice van, this. Nice to sit in. A very sit-inable van. Yes, this van will take some beating for its sit-inable quality. Okay, you guys, this is how it is. I've set up an elaborate radio tracking system. Communication headquarters in Cheltenham will phone us the second our Russian friend comes on the air. They'll give us the frequency and we'll trace our American counterpart here in Washington. That's very nice, Cruz, but what do you think of the van? Hello? Yeah? Right. That was Cheltenham, and now if I just tap in the frequency, we'll have the American traced in no time. Yeah, but what do you think of the van? The Double Extra Super Special Squad leap into action as they go as spy hunting. They arrive outside a rather expensive-looking home in Capitol Hill. Well, Dexter, there it is. That's where the American was transmitting from. Rich, mother. By the looks of things. You're not wrong there, Bang Bang. Rich and corrupt. Rich, corrupt, and full of vitamin C. Full of vitamin C. And all the nourishment your dog needs for a rich, varied, energetic, and generally dog-like life. Buy a can of Roof Yum dog food and blah Excuse blah. Me, can we get back to the matter at hand, please? Sorry. Our target is coming out of his front door now. Well, I'll be damned. It's the President's Secretary of Defense, Billy D. Wilcox. He's getting in his car. Do we follow? Is Bernard Manning a smug racist git? <laughs> Our double agent is pulling into the airfield. Looks like we'll have to go covert. And so the double extra super special squad exit their van and sneak into the airfield. Real quiet like. Look Dexter, Wilcox is being met by a group of sour faced thick eyebrowed men coming off that cargo plane. Sour faced and thick eyebrowed? They must be Russian. They must be. 
the Double Extra Super Special Squad would like to point out that we do not condone stereotypical images such as the one regarding the physical appearance of Russians just conveyed. However, we realize this program is hardly going to win any Nobel Peace Prizes, so, for the sake of cheap, disposable entertainment such as this, if they say the bloke's got a sour face and thick eyebrows, then he's Russian, alright? Hey, Cruz, what does it say on the side of the cargo plane? Legal, American, aeroplane... No, hang on, it actually says illegal, but with the I and the L scribbled out. And, and Russian is crossed out with American written over it in biro. Illegal Russian aeroplane? Double Agent Wilcox is obviously flying back to Moscow, the slimy snake. Hey, Dexter, shall I use my demolition skills and blow them all up? No, bang, bang. Not yet. Now look here, chaps. I haven't blown anything up yet. It's not fair. Dexter, they're making a move to leave. How many of them are there, Cruz? A lot, and they're all armed. Right, now we've got to play this subtle. Careful what we do, and consider the reverberations that will rock the international espionage world as a result of our actions. So, what do we do? Get him! Hang on a minute, the Russians are over there! Oh bugger, we've just slaughtered a plane full of young people, cut down in their prime, along with their dreams and ambitions. Let's get him! And run in the right direction this time! Oh, whoa. We've run out of bullets! And out of luck, my friends, I am... It's Stroganovsky, head of KGB. Wilcox. Yes, comrade? You fool, Wilcox. I thought you said no one suspected you of being a double agent. Well, I, I didn't realize they were under me. Well, you should've. So, the extra super special squad, I'm honored. Double extra super special squad? Double extra thick old thick people more like. So, you found out the truth. Now, you're going to die. Kirov! Yes, comrade Beef Stroganovsky. We take them up in the plane with us, and then we chuck them out at a million feet. The plane won't go that high. Ten million feet. Didn't you hear what I just said? I said the plane won't go a million feet. How do you expect it to go ten million? Ten thousand? Yeah, we can go 10,000. Excellent! 10,000 feet! You will be chucked out at 10,000 feet over the Atlantic Ocean! But I'll be flying the plane! Not you, Kirov! I mean the double extra pepperoni pizzas here! What have you done with President Cormac, Beef Stroganovsky? You're going to die now, so what do you care? Get them in the plane! And so, the Double Extra Super Pepperoni Squad are thrusted on board the illegal Russian aeroplane. Meanwhile, at the White House, Vice President Thomas and the Attorney General Jameson are in the Oval Office, and boy, are they in for a surprise. Damn it, Jameson. We've heard squadly dead from the President's kidnappers. It's been over 24 hours now. The urgency of this is increasing by the second Vice President. 
You fancy a round of golf? Yeah, all right. <gasps> President Cormac. Mr. President, what happened? Are you all right? Fine, thank you, Thomas. I managed to escape my captors. Now I have some phone calls to make. Leave. Very good, Mr. Mr. President. Oh, uh, Thomas. Yes, sir? Bang your head against that wall. <laughs> thank you, Thomas. Thank you, sir. Stupid Americans. Their willpower is no match for my super persuasion powers. Soon I shall have the American government slobbering at my feet. Soviet communism shall finally rule the world. <laughs> Another few minutes and you, double extra super special squad, will be competing in a swimming Olympics with a difference. The difference being that the pool is the size of the Atlantic Ocean and the diving board is 10,000 feet in the sky. Hey, bang, bang, time for your demolition skills. You got any of your mini-bombs? Sure have, Dexter. Always keep a secret load handy, even out my you-know-what. Yes, well, we need one to blow out one of the windows and depressurize the plane. Cruz, you got anything that will cut these ropes they've tied us up with? I've got my rope-cutting wristwatch. Trouble is, it's a bit loud. Get cutting. <laughs> What is going on back there? What the hell is that noise? Nothing. We're, uh, amusing ourselves by doing impressions. Go on, Cruz. Do that impression of an electric buzzsaw again. Your turn, Dexter. Okay. Here's my impression of a Black & Decker workmate drill. Your turn, Bang Bang. Right, here's my impression of a baboon on heat. Hey, that sounds nothing like a baboon on heat. You're cutting through your ropes, aren't you? Quick, Bang Bang, the mini boss. We are being sucked out! <laughs> Cruise! Bang Bang, hold on! Don't worry, Dexter. The thought had occurred to us. Help me, Double Extra Super Squad. I am about to be sucked out into inner space. I order you to help me. Tell me one thing first. Where's President Cormac being held? In an abandoned village called Anthropocrat in North Siberia. Now, help me. Thank you, comrade. No, no. That was pretty sadistic. Yes, but it made me spectacularly tough looking. Bang bang, take the controls. Not a course for Andropovgrad, Northern Siberia. Smoking or non-smoking? Yeah, that's funny. Another spectacular escape for the Double Extra Super Special Squad. But as they head off to Siberia to rescue President Cormac, the Russian robot double masquerading as Cormac is busy at the White House. With him in the Oval Office is Vice President Thomas and Attorney General Jameson. It's a miracle you escaped with your captors unharmed, Mr. President. 
Rest assured, we will stop at nothing to make sure they are brought to justice. Thank you, Thomas. But that won't be necessary, will it? No, it won't, Mr. President. And you're also going to sign this memorandum declaring all my current chiefs of staff fired to be replaced by Moscow officials. Of course, Mr. President. Excuse me, sir. What is it, Jameson? This is all highly irregular, sir. No, it isn't. Is it, Jameson? No, sir, it isn't. Good. Yes, Mr. President. My superpowers region powers are working a treat, aren't they, Thomas? Whatever you say, sir. Siberia, North Russia, and it's bleeding cold. The double extra super special squad touch down in the icy snowy landscape and head for the abandoned village of Andropovgrad. There's the village, Dexter. Cruise, scan the mother with some amazing piece of scanning technology the listeners weren't told about. Don't you mean suddenly written into the plot because the writer of this never thinks ahead? Whatever. The village is empty except for the wooden hut at the far outskirts. Cruz, use some incredible X-ray binocular device to see inside the hut where President Cormac's being held. There are four guards, Dexter, all armed. There are hundreds of empty bottles of, uh, looks like homebrew, and the guards appear quite drunk, and they're dancing. What? Can you get me an audio fix? Coming right up! Where's the president? He's tied to a chair at the far side of the hut. Oh Christ, Dexter, the guards are shooting arrows at him. Good Lord, if they're that tanked up, then the president's a sure-fire goner, mister. I hear you, Bang Bang. Can you give us a diversion, preferably a very loud and destructive one? And so, as Demolition Man Ray Bang Bang sets to work, the Russian robot double masquerading as President Cormac, back in Washington, is giving his first public and televised speech. Citizens of America, I am not the real President Cormac. I am a robot double with super persuasion powers so that each and every one of you believe and do everything I say. Isn't that right, citizens? Yes! You are all under my control, aren't you? Yes! Everyone go... This is no longer America. It is now an annex of the newly reformed Soviet Union. Yes, Cormac! And here is your new leader, Premier Boris Ski. You see, Premier Pitsky, you are the leader. Excellent work. I trust you can run things at this end from now on, whilst I reside in Moscow. They all appear attracted to your personality. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Siberian village of Andropovgrad, Bang Bang is wired and ready to blow. You want a diversion? You'd have to be dead not to be diverted by this. Which hut have you wired? All of them! Wow! That was spectacular! Yes. It's a pity this is on radio. The guards are staggering out of the hut now. Let's go kick some off.
listeners are warned not to imitate any of the violence depicted in the Double Extra Super Special Squad. Mr. President, are you okay? Thank God, we have to get back to the US fast! All in good time, sir. No, no, you don't understand! That KGB chief, what's his name, B. Stroganovsky, explained to me that a robot double of me with super persuasion powers is currently brainwashing the whole of America and diverting power to Moscow. Christ, we better get going fast. Hey, aren't you going to untie me? And so, the double extra super special squad wing their way back to America, landing at Washington's Dulles Airport. But boy, are they in for a surprise at customs. Papers. What? I said papers. Dexter, look at this place. Statues of Lenin, pictures of ex-Soviet presidents, and the car park's full of Skodas. Oh my balls. I think we're too late. Didn't you hear what I said, papers? Play it cool, guys. Give him your passports. Your papers are not in order. Check them again. No, they're not. You're under arrest. You are to be strip-searched. Yeah, that's nice. You, Mr. Bang Bang, bend over. But wait, that's where I hide all my explosives. That was the rather tasteless conclusion of the Double Extra Super Special Squad. Tune in for something equally spectacular and cheap next week. For more of this sort of nonsense, visit... What was it? www.isotopeaudio.co.uk